0: The Gershwin brothers wrote a song called It Ain't Necessarily So. That title describes the situation regarding media messages we all receive, print, broadcast, online, or social. Sometimes what we see or hear on these media isn't really true. Before 1970, most of the media portrayed premarital sex as bad for individuals and society. This was based on the biblical guidelines that made premarital sex a sin. Some countries even had laws against it. But since then, many media controllers have reversed their opinion. Now they claim that it is good for both individuals and society. Much of the media portrays premarital sex as something to be sought after. They openly make fun of those people who want to wait until they marry. They claim that this attitude is an example of obsolete, unevolved thinking. These media messages say premarital sex is beneficial for individuals and society. It ain't necessarily so. Many believers in God wonder why premarital sex should not be practiced. Many media sources say, How can it be a sin if it does not offend either the individual or society? Some think God restricts them as a form of discipline or even punishment. However, reading the original documents concerning Jesus' teachings, the New Testament shows us, that God made this prohibition not because he's a killjoy. He did not forbid premarital sex to punish his people. He made the restriction because, contrary to what many media messages put out, premarital sex is harmful to individuals and society. The God-ordained model of a male-female relationship was based on the idea that sexual attraction was not to be the most important part of the male female interaction. Although sexual attraction was meant to be a factor, the primary attraction should be the compatibility of the individual's personality, their goals in life, etc. Marriage has often been characterized as a meal. The main course is the day-to-day interaction between husband, wife, and children. This is the principal part of the meal. This type of relationship, like the nutrients in the main course, should provide all that's needed for a healthy body or a healthy relationship between partners. The dessert, or sweet, is the sexual part of the relationship. Although not having sufficient nutrition, the afters are the sweet treat much to be desired. Many media sources now claim that people should forget about the main course, that is, marriage, but just enjoy the sweet dessert, that is, sex without commitment. It's plain to see that replacing well-balanced meals with sweet treats every day will lead to a lack of nutrition for the individual, not to mention consuming so much that obesity is the end result. In the same way, replacing a loving, committed relationship with sex without commitment provides little or no growth towards becoming a well-adjusted human being. Many media messages now claim that premarital sex is beneficial for individuals. They say that couples should enjoy sexual relations without the commitment to stay together. They say this self-indulgence is part of being a modern, evolved individual. It ain't necessarily so. Oftentimes, couples who believe these media messages intend to remain emotionally uninvolved with a partner. However, sometimes one of them develops strong feelings for the other. When their partner leaves them, they suffer pain. Some have had emotional breakdowns. Some seek violent revenge against their ex-partner. Some even commit suicide. Sadly, when these couples break up, they both repeat the process. They have affairs and move on. Because of feelings involved, many men and women decide it's best to never commit to anyone. This is injurious to the individual because they never get beyond a using type of relationship based on selfish needs. One or both of them use the other for sexual gratification. They never allow themselves to get deeply emotionally involved with anyone. They remain fixated on themselves. Premarital sex is good for the individual? It ain't necessarily so. For many centuries, much of the media has presented the family as being the building block of society. A man and a woman have children and both rear them with the goal of becoming fully functioning adults. By having both parents engaging with them, the children had training towards becoming adults. Children received love and encouragement from both their mother and their father. At the same time as the media changed its mind on premarital sex, the family began to be seen as less important. People began to engage in premarital sex more than ever before. The desire for commitment in marriage lessened. Modern model features non-commitment and serial sexual affairs. It does not take into account the potential damage this causes to the children. This preoccupation with selfish sexual fulfillment comes at the expense of the children. Children need all the love and time their parents give them. They are deprived and cheated by their parents. They give more importance to seeking those who provide them with the best sexual fulfillment. Many of these children do not have a close relationship with both parents. Indeed, many experience a succession of short-lived pseudo-parents. They lose having a stable platform of family where they can have the loving input of both parents. Many reach adulthood with serious psychological problems. Indeed, many such youngsters turn to addicting drugs, crime, and even suicide. In today's world, we see the product of these types of relationships. Many mentally disturbed, drug-addicted young people walk the streets, the product of one-parent upbringing. The cost to society and to law enforcement and medical care is astronomical. Premarital sex is beneficial for society? It ain't necessarily so. Many well-adjusted children come from one-parent situations, and neither is it a guarantee that a stable two-parent family always produces mentally healthy offspring. However, the chances of a good outcome are much better in a two-parent family where both are committed to each other and to their children. Children receive love from both parents. They stand a better chance of developing into healthy adults. And from a one-parent home. God wants individuals and society to have the best chance for happiness. He would spare us any unnecessary pain. And so his restrictions on premarital sex. Media messages say that if sex without commitment is a sin, then it is a victimless sin. It ain't necessarily so. Sex without commitment is not a victimless sin. Victims involved with the men and women practice it and the children they bring into the world and society as a whole. This podcast was produced by Stephen Gehrig. Address any comments to my email address, bird-legs at hotmail.com. That is bird-legs at hotmail.com. Thank you.